Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you feeling? Aloha. Doing all right. Wishing I was out, uh, out where the, these guys are at. Yeah. Playing in Hawaii. Look like fun. A little, uh, little warm weather, a little, little 80 degree weather little uh little sun little, little blue skies little little ocean little little volcanoes yeah i don't even have 80 80 degrees in my shower <laughs> God. yeah it's, uh, it looked pretty nice some, some pretty splendid views out there and yeah i've never been to hawaii have you nope i have not but as i mentioned on a previous episode i do carry a little piece of hawaii with me in my golf bag yep. a little Little ball mark. Little ball mark fixer. Repair, repairer. From from the good old Kapalua Plantation, of course, where they played the uh, Century's Tournament of Champions, yeah. which they just finished up with a, well, almost brand new winner. Guy who hasn't won for yeah. a long time. How, did, how are you going to have a first time winner of this tournament or a, a champion for a tournament that you have to be a champion to get in? Like, <laughs> I know he won in 2013, but like, yeah, he's, all... he has a couple PGA Tour wins, but yeah, this is the first since 2013. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, you know, it doesn't seem right that this win is coming in the tournament of champions when usually in a normal year, this tournament was is just the the players who won on tour in the previous year. Yeah. But, but because of COVID, they expanded the field just a little bit. It still wasn't a big field. Yeah. If I was one of those 30 people that won last year, I'd demand a recount. <laughs> so, so he gets in because of the expanded field, and he says, you know what? I'm taking advantage of this. I'm Stop. going to... Putts. Stop hitting putts. <laughs> <laughs> and he he goes on and wins his first event since 2013. And I mean, not only does he do that, but he shoots. I mean, a ridiculous score as well. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. It's like I was going to say the only time I've played. The Kapalua course is on the computer on Tiger Woods Golf, and well, it seemed like he was playing on the a video game out there. Yeah, when you get uh, you know, when you have a final score of twenty five under, which which wasn't even good for a solo finish, he had to he had to win it in a playoff. Yeah, against Joaquin Neiman. Yeah, yeah, it, uh those are some pretty good scores for four days of golf. Yeah, pretty you know, pretty decent. Yeah. Wow. And then I guess with the wind or the direction of the wind, I mean, I mean, these guys, I mean, pretty much hit all the par fives and two anyway, so they're they're really playing in par sixty eight. So. 
Well, but for Bryson, it's a par 67. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Until he loses the ball. <laughs> Good old. DeMussels. DeMussels. Speaking of DeMussels, can we talk about our picks that we had for Century? I kind of want to talk about our picks. do that till the end if we had time, maybe. No, no, I think we should get right into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. excited about it. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, so first, first picks of the year. Congratulations. And uh, not only do I get the victory, but I get the sweep. First time ever, I get the sweep. And... I, I think this just means that this year is going to be my year. It's a sign of things to come. I, it must be. I mean, this year is already sucking. It's off to a horrible start. <laughs> I mean, you got to, you know, you, you got to take the good with the bad, right? You know, there's the balance, you know, the force, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, so, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, so that's where I am. I'm I'm balancing this this stuff. This world, wax on, wax off, Nick. Yeah, you're so you're so fucking zen <laughs> with your balancing Getting on my level. Yeah, and I you, you had some good picks. I just JT probably even could have could have won it. Well, you finished second, one shot behind, twenty four under. Yep. And yeah, and I thought coming down the stretch, he had a couple opportunities to. Yeah, I mean he, I mean he he was kind of struggling, you know, in kind of the middle part of the tournament. There, he had the he had the whole kind of, um, you know, uh, homophobic slur thing that happened, and admittedly said he didn't have his mind really focused on golf after that. So you know, you think about those things. And what could have been for him if, you know, maybe that didn't happen. He didn't have that moment of weakness. And, yeah. you know, he goes on and, you know, focuses and, and makes, you know, just a, one or two more shots. Right? Yeah. And, you know, if he makes the putt when he, when he you know, uttered that slur instead of missing it, he doesn't even utter the slur. And he goes on probably to win this tournament and Harris English doesn't get his first win since 2013 he just you know gets a close second or something yeah yeah hard hard telling not knowing but uh anything could happen I mean and then yeah he's probably rattled when that happened and it's just it's just a thin line it's such a thin line between winning and 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 not winning essentially on the PGA Tour it's just it's so hard and so you need to have you need to have some luck on your side. You need to have other players maybe not have their best weeks. You know, you need to, and then you have, you know, especially if you're a player like Harris English, right? You're not a, you're not top dog guy like JT or Dustin or, you know, guys who are actually pretty much competing for a win every single week that they're out there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much have a chance any given week, and some of these other guys, you know, are usually kind of throw a couple a couple contentions in throughout the year. You just never know when it's going to hit. But yeah, a guy like JT seems like you're you're more surprised when he's not in the hunt on the weekend, than right? Any when than when he is, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. He, he good. The boy good. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So, yeah, no, you, uh, what, you had, you had JT and then... It's Xander, who finished at 21 under, so only a couple shots back. And then uh, my bringing up the rear, Trunk Slammer, was Richie Warinsky. He, uh, I mean, he was 14 under, but it was, it was worse than your Abraham. It was bad enough to beat me. It was bad enough to beat you, who had uh, Abraham Answer, who finished 16 under. I'm so bad, I can't even pick a bad pick. No. Even my bad picks do good. <laughs> but not good enough. Not good enough. Wow. Yeah. Well played. Round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have to I have to bring it back with a vengeance here going forward. I, I feel like I deserve a trip to Hawaii because of this. First sweep, okay. I mean, come on. So, you know, Harris, if you're listening, hook, hook a buddy up. <laughs> well, head to the airport and tell him, you know, you were the big winner on the Pig and the Pope. And that, uh, you know, you're here to collect your prize and get, get out to Hawaii. Yeah. And then say, do you know who my father is? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you know who I will be? <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, yeah, it would be fun to be out there. It's uh, some picturesque views. What, uh, well, since we've never been to Hawaii, what, uh, what are the most picturesque golf courses you've, uh, you've ever been to? I've ever been to? Hmm. Hmm. It's a good one. It's a good question. I know. That's why I asked it. <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I'm thinking because I have. So I have a list, and I have. I. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I have this. I have this thing where I. I'm keeping track of all the unique golf courses that I've played. Okay. And. And, like, my life goal, you know, my bucket list goal is to get to 100 unique courses. And I'm I'm just at, I, like, just hit 50 this year. Whoa. So, like, I'm trying to think of... What are a couple? Like, what do you mean by picturesque? Like... That's not... What do you mean, unique? Unique, as in, like, just... Uh, like, if I... If, if I'm playing you know, at my home course all through the year, you know, I'm not going to count, you know, it's not like round, I'm not counting rounds played in this. I'm just like, how yeah, many courses have I played? It's not unique. No, like unique as in just a new course I hadn't played before. Okay. Not, not like unique as in like, oh, this is, you know, uh, you know, one of Ben Crenshaw's first designs and stuff like that. Like, it's not pretentious. It has has three par sixes. It's really unique. (laughs) No, not unique in that sense. Unique. (laughs) Unique and just, I hadn't, I hadn't played it before. Um, So I'm at 50. You want to play a hundred golf courses in your life? Essentially. Yeah. 
I feel like there's a lot of people who who don't even get close to that. Yeah. I know somebody like you who's golfed at plenty of places will probably get close to that or probably have already reached it maybe. But there are pl- there are plenty of people who grow up playing the same course you know all the time. Their home course, they grow up in a a town, they they you know stay in that town, they work in that town and they just keep playing that same course. They die in that town. Maybe maybe they venture out and play another course or two or whatever. But for the most part, like they're not even getting close to like playing a hundred different courses. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what um, I mean. Like to be able to experience all these different types of courses, you know, different architects, different types of hole layouts that you can only really get if you just play around. Um, I love to play around. <laughs> I love to play a couple rounds, but. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to. I'm no trying pain, to mentally. No I can't. I'm married. <laughs> no more playing around. I'm. I'm trying to mentally think of my list, um, and I have. A, I have a spreadsheet somewhere. Um, I'm trying to th- mentally go through it, and obviously, there's a lot here in Wisconsin, you know, because I've grown up and lived here all my life. Um, I've played. A couple in Arizona. I've played one in Georgia, Ohio, Indiana. Um, I think that's pretty much it in terms of states. And I got to say, I don't know if there's like really a, a picturesque one in there. Certainly no Hawaii. That's for sure. <laughs> you, you weren't uh, out on the island and on an island in the middle of the ocean no like, but um and that's kind of why that's one of the reasons why i want to do this you know this road trip around like michigan in the fall is because there's a lot of picturesque courses right on the lake there um yeah so i don't I'm trying to think Maybe I'll, I I might need to pull this up because I'm, nothing's really coming at the you know to the top of my head. What about what about you? Have you have you played a real picturesque course that really stands out to you? Unlike me, yeah, a couple uh, like not not uh, not dozens, but like I mean, there's a few that uh, uh, probably my favorite was the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, where I caddied there for a few years and. We also that was our one of our home courses for uh, University of Colorado, so it's kind of on the side of a of a little mountain there, um, and that that's where they had the uh, what was it the ninety five U.S. Senior Open. I mean, they've had a couple majors there, um, a women's women's open. Um, uh, I think like the 1966 U.S. 68 U.S. Amateur, the Jack Nicklaus one. Um, I think they just had another in like 2017, another Senior Open. Um, so yeah, that one, that one is a, a pretty sweet. I, on the side I feel like yeah, as someone who you know grew up in Wisconsin, I feel like 
someone like you grew up in a you know a place like Colorado which has a lot more um, extravagant geography features not saying Wisconsin is not picturesque in, in areas but I mean you, there's no there's no mountains here like I feel like growing up in Colorado mountain but I feel like growing up in Colorado or growing up in a place that has those unique or more more unique type of features really really helps out with this question <laughs> yeah. I think like you have an unfair advantage here yeah. So it hosted the 2008 and 2018 U.S. Senior Open, the 95 and 2011 U- Women's Women's Open, and the 59 and 67 U.S. Amateur. Um, and then my other one, one of my other favorites was uh, Castle Pines International. So it's the course that they used to play that uh, the Stableford event on the PGA Tour, where the goal was to get to like you want to shoot like plus 30 because you would get like five points for an eagle, three points for right. a bird. Um, so the goal is not to shoot under bar, it was to shoot a positive score. You just, yeah, you get points for, for good scores essentially. Yeah. And you don't, you don't ever like lose points either. Like there's, if you score like a triple bogey, you don't lose any points. You just, you just don't gain points essentially. Well, I, think it, I thought it was like plus one, or minus one for a bogey and minus two for double and worse. I mean, there's there's different. I guess there's different ways to score Stableford. Um, yeah, I'm more used to the fact like there's no negative values. It's just like if like a bogey is one point, par is two, birdies three, eagle is four or five or whatever depending on, but like. If you score double bogey or worse, it's just kind of—it's like a—it's essentially like you know, um, best ball or whatever. You know, if you have a really bad hole, but your partner does, you know, fine. It's like it doesn't really matter. It doesn't like count against your team score. Obviously, stable for it is a—you know—well, it can be a partner game, but yeah. And this one on the tour. It was uh, plus eight for an, a double eagle, eagle or better, plus five for an eagle, plus two for a birdie, there's nothing for a par, and then minus one for a bogey, and minus three for a double or worse. So yeah, whether you make a ten or a, you know, a double, um, yeah. was the game. and then yeah, bogeys don't hurt you as much as birdies help you. So like everybody was just going right. like, hitting bombs, <laughs> and, like, right? I well. Yeah, so stable for like the there's different formats just for the different skills I think of golfers, right? So if you know, for an event like that on the on the on tour where you have professional golfers, you can you can afford to put in, you know, some negative scoring in there. But for amateurs, mid handicappers, if you want to play stable for Have you played in a Stableford event? I haven't played in a Stableford event, but I've done Stableford scoring before, like just as yeah. you know, with friends or whatever in casual round. Which is which is fun to do, um, but yeah, especially if you're if if you're if you play with you know players, especially when you get up to the mid and high handicaps, you know where where those those players and and I'm one of those 
you know, they can shoot good scores. You know, I can shoot, I can get a birdie, you know, every once in a while. Like, I can I can hold my own on a hole if everything goes right, right? Um, yeah. But there's a lot of times where you'll have, like, blow-up holes. And that can be really frustrating, especially if you're doing, like, a stroke play thing in a casual round or something. You know, yeah. you're keeping score. So Stableford kind of offers a way to just, you know, you know what? You had a blow-up hole, but guess what? really doesn't hurt you because there's just no negative scoring or you, maybe you lose one point or something instead of losing like, you know, eight strokes or whatever. Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, I like, I like stable for it. It's, it's fun to play. Um, because it, I feel like it's a, it's more of like a positive game. Like you, you, it's really hard to, to get pissed or, you know, get mad or something during it. Right. If you're just playing awful or whatever. Yeah, if you don't get penalized for your bad shots and you just get rewarded for your good shots, it definitely puts a completely different spin on it because you yeah. know, you're just all you're trying to do is just... Just have more fun, essentially, yeah. Yeah, you're going for everything. There's no... Right. There's no, there's no playing safe. There's no... Because there's no risk. Right. Well, and but that's the thing. You can, you can, like, build up that confidence of, like... Hey, let's try and go for it this time. Let's try and, you know, hit it over that creek or something, you know, and and then you, you know, you build up that positive confidence for maybe some future rounds where you're not playing Stableford and you find yourself in a similar situation. You're like, I've done this before. I know I can do it. And, you know, let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of wish they did have a stable for the band on tour. Still, so. yeah, I always like just have the one in a different tournament. Yeah, because I feel, I feel myself. I feel, I, I don't feel that confidence a whole lot to be able to go for something like that. Whenever I'm playing, like yeah. I'm, my default setting is is cautious. <laughs> Don't make a ten. Bas- basically, <laughs> okay. Like I let's... might not make pretty, but I I need to avoid the double digit. Exactly. Like, like that's kind of where I tend to lean. And I and you know if I if I ever add that confidence or built up the confidence to be able to like go for it, and yeah, maybe it, you know I won't make it every once in a while or whatever, but. If I actually felt like, hey, I can make this, I know I can make this, and go yeah. for it, I could probably shoot. You know, I get more birdies, or you know, have maybe an eagle chance or something. You should you should play like just with yourself, like every occasionally, like a, a one man scramble with uh, just two shots. Um, I don't know if you've ever played in that type of event, but it definitely incentivizes you going for things. Can they have like one one sure. man scramble? So yeah, you don't get to hit four shots, right? But you, like you always get to redo and so then and then you just play your best ball because then you can actually have one of some of your best rounds and it can build that confidence like oh i did shoot it you know i broke 90 or i, I shot 85 like so i mean right. i have shots in me you know i just got to do it without the redos right right so yeah i guess moral of the story is you know it you know it's never a bad idea to find different ways to play to maybe break out of a mold and, and, you know, get out of your comfort zone and, and improve yourself that way. Yep. Yeah. 
couple times in college we played we would move up a move up a tee box or two to the forward tees and then try to you know try to go low um mm-hmm. to, to get back past any mental barriers like yeah i mean you can shoot six under in nine holes like or something like that or um so yeah i mean but a one-man scramble it's just yeah fun to just try something different but yeah um uh, in Wisconsin, I mean, a couple of the picturesque ones are um, Aaron Hills, and I've, I've never played Whistling Straits, but that's maybe this yeah. year. Maybe this year. Yeah, and then Sand Valley was pretty. It was pretty pretty, pretty picturesque. Um, I bet. Yeah, it's just a different style. I mean, I, I do like the rolling, the rolling hills and the bunkers and the link style. I mean, it's, it feels like you're in the old country or something. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely partial to courses that look like they're part of the landscape. Yeah, you know they have that ruggedness to them. Yeah, right. For sure. Have you ever played Lasonia? No, but I went to school right by it, college. Oh. But yeah, that's a that's a course I I really want to play. Actually, uh, one of my ex girlfriends actually used to work there. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah. So I, I, I think that just got ranked like in the top five in the state or something. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. just, I, I've never, yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things. And yeah, now I really, really want to see it. So that's on, that's on my 2021 list. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's a great, great looking. And from all I've heard, a, a great playing course. Um, yeah. You know, I in terms of picturesque, I would say, and and this is definitely going to change after this year because I'm I'm going to be playing a lot more picturesque courses this year. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like right now on the list of courses I've played, I can't really say it's all that like picturesque, but it's certainly unique enough to be <laughs> mentioned as. Um, Brickyard Crossing in Indi- oh, yeah. Indianapolis that runs through the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah. Did you play there? Yep. I played there last nice. year. I th- well, no, not last year. Not 2020, but 2019. Um, yeah, as a couple holes. I think four holes inside the track there. Yeah. Well, that's unique and picturesque good old, good old pete dye design yeah and that's that's why i wanted to kind of play it i thought it was uh it's kind of interesting it was i was on a road trip i was going to columbus ohio i was playing in a hockey tournament and i was driving back through you know indianapolis essentially so i was like i'm gonna stop there on my way back stay the night and then you know play that course and funny funny story I was an hour late to my tea time there <laughs> because when I booked it, I was bu- I booked it in Wisconsin and I put it in my Google calendar at, you know, the tea time that it was like 11 a.m. tea time or something like that. And when I, you know, got out there, when I look at my calendar, it says I have a noon tea time. Because it switched to Eastern Time, I booked in Central Time 
but the course is in Eastern time. So I get uh, I get there. I'm like, yeah, I have a you know, I have a noon tea time. They're like, uh, we had you at eleven. I'm like, oh crap. But no, they they got me on with because I was just a single, so they could just throw me on another another group. But yeah, yeah Pete Dye Design. That one looks sweet. I definitely want. It. That'd be fun. I I would say here's the thing. I would say it's uh it's a it's a nice car. Obviously, it's a Pete Dye Design. So if if like you don't you know, really enjoy Pete Dye type of courses because they are, you know, what unique. Kind of communist doesn't like Pete Dye? <laughs> I'm just saying some people, some people are just not a fan of the things he puts in courses. But um, I, I would say it's, it's fun to do. I, I'm glad I did it. And it was a, it was a decent enough course, good course. But like, you know, for the price you pay, I, I wouldn't really do it again. Yeah, like, it says I, 125 for this year. Yeah, like you know, I I I enjoyed playing it. It was it was a good experience. Uh, you know, yeah. to see the the track and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's kind of a you know check it off the list kind of course. Yeah. So, um, like I, I'm not trying to say it was bad or anything, but like I don't really see me you know going out of my way to to go and play it again. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, it was, it was great. Would you go back? Well, <laughs> not really. No, no. I mean, <laughs> you know, for free, sure. Yeah, right. No, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to count that as picturesque, then that's the you know most picturesque course I've I've played. Yeah. Okay. So not not really landscape wise, but man made feature wise. Yeah. For sure. Just something totally unique. Yeah. On the inside of a racetrack. Yeah, that's fun. Well, hopefully we get to some unique courses this year. That's the plan, or as you like to call it, goals. <laughs> yeah. Or as my wife likes to say, my in- my intentions. <laughs> my intentions. For the year. <laughs> um, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, well, part of that's kind of why I never, I don't like necessarily like to join golf clubs any any given year because I just I enjoy like, and I still want to get better at it. It's just like, hey, let's just what, what are you doing this weekend? Let's just pick pick somewhere on the like, like let's go to Lasonia this weekend. Yeah, and then you don't feel like I don't know you that you're you're obligated to play your home course because you pay right. this big membership fee or something and and that's that's kind of the inspiration of of you know me tracking that list essentially is like you know when i get together with buddies you know a couple times a year to go play with them you know we try and pick courses you know we haven't been to before just to get a new experience and i mean sometimes we play the same course but um but it's always nice to kind of like, hey, okay, what what other courses in the area? You know, let's, yeah, let's have a new experience essentially. Yeah, I wonder what I wonder my numbers actually at. Like, I, it kept it, it took a while for me to to gather the list because you know I bet you I'm at a hundred. I mean, you might be, especially playing college golf. I'm sure you traveled to a couple couple different courses playing. Maybe I'll try to write that down over the next week or something. Yeah. Or like, well, there was there was a couple times where uh, where I just like 
just randomly remembered a course I had played and, you know, would add it to the list or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I got 90, 95% of the courses, like, you know, when I initially thought of the list, I was written down. And then, you know, over the next, like, week or two or three, you know, just randomly I would think, oh, yeah, I forgot about How did I forget about that course? Yeah. Right. But yeah, think of all the courses you've played when like growing up, like your dad would bring you to or something like that. And yeah. courses like there's a couple courses that aren't even around anymore. Um, yeah. And that was actually kind of tough. There was a course that I'd played kind of like on a uh, on a bachelor party trip or whatever up in like the Northwoods. And like it's not even around anymore. So I'm like trying to find the name of this course. And this is a long time ago. And like I'm asking buddies, I'm like, do you remember what course we played? And they're like, I like I had to get some help with a couple of them. I don't even remember that anything of that weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's some good stories that that weekend. One <laughs> one good story, actually, not a, really a good story. It, it sucked because it, it was a bachelor party. It was a bachelor party, and we were doing a scramble, and it was just pouring rain that entire day. We were playing, and. To make matters worse, the, the cart that me and my buddy were in didn't have a roof. <laughs> it, was, it was so ugly. <laughs> it was so miserable. So you got a little wet. We got, we got a little moist out there. But. Yeah, well, maybe it was, it was memorable. It was I. I certainly remember it, and it's it's certainly it certainly makes for good conversation and good storytelling. Um, some of the things that happened, but but yeah, that's what I remember most about it: just the pouring rain and just can't can't even escape it. Like you try and hide under like trees, park under trees and stuff, but it yeah. still like doesn't help all that much. But. Speaking, okay. speaking of rain, I don't think PJ is going to have to deal with that again this this week because they get to play in Hawaii again. Not saying it yeah. doesn't rain in Hawaii, but uh, looks like it's going to be pretty pretty good weather there. Sony yeah. Open. Well, eighty degrees right. in Hawaii going to be let's see 76 77 75 75 actually there's uh looks like there might be showers on friday and sunday well this day there might be a little bit of weather a little oh they might get a little moist out there nonetheless i wouldn't mind uh being in hawaii during during a little rain yeah yeah, I would take it. I'd, I'd take my chances. <laughs> better than uh, better than here. So, what do we? How do we want to do this? You want to go first? No, 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 I think uh, you know. I'll let you go first this time, since I went first last time. I don't want to be too greedy here. I want to overuse my my good fortune, my good luck. Well, that's mighty kind of you. So, same right. format as last week, I assume. Yeah, we'll just uh, uh, the lead horse, and then 
yeah, I mean, I guess we'll do two picks and then a uh, bringing it up the rear. Good old trunk slammer. Oh, before we do that though, uh, I do want to mention. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about this. Uh, the Masters. Ooh. Gonna add. Gonna allow uh, some limited patrons this year. Uh, we're. Li- I mean. We just had the Masters in November, but we're going to have them shortly here again, early April, less than 100 days away. They're going to have limited patrons. I don't know how they're going to select them. I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing anything on how they're selecting. Um, but And then also the uh, National Drive, Chip, and Putt contest is going to go on this year, unlike you know last year where it was canceled. And then same with the... Augusta National Women's Amateur is going to be played this year um, as well. So some some good news coming out of, of Georgia this week. So glad to see that. Uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up because I think that's pretty nice news. Yeah. Hex yeah. That'll uh, be exciting. I mean, I was hoping the vaccine might kick in by then and. I mean, I mean, I guess we have it. Don't. It's getting administered. Just you know, not not fast enough for all the all of the public quite yet. Yeah, never never going to be fast enough. No. Soon though, soon this year it'll happen. Believe, believe. All right, so let's let's make our picks. Let's. Let's get right. to it. Nick, you're up. Who's your big man? I, I'm i going to start us off with a uh, with a little Sung J.M. Sung J.M. All right. Okay. All right. Going a little deeper. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's going to come back this year. Build off some of his performances from last year, and he's he's got to start somewhere. So, I mean, Hawaii it's a close PGA Tour event to his home country, so he's kind of like a home home court advantage. Yeah, for him. oh for sure, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that's how it works. <laughs> All right, All right. Yeah. I got. Uh, I'm gonna go with Colin Morikawa. Any particular reason, or you just like how his name sounds? You know, it's funny. I, I'm picking him this week because I actually meant to pick him last week, but I accidentally I was looking at his picture and I said Xander Shoffley, <laughs> and it worked out for me. I was gonna say because then you wouldn't have swept me. Yep. So you know, it's a sign. So I feel like I have to pick Colin this week. Make it, make it up to him. Yeah, make it up to him. I just want to, you know, show him that I believe in him. I believe in you, Colin. I know we go way back, but just remember, I believe in you. Uh huh. Um. Doing uh, doing snake. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. Bring her back. I'm going to go with a uh, good old, uh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go with uh, Russell Henley. 
Ooh. Ooh. That's stepping out of your box a little. Yeah, you know? New year, new me, you know? Had to sweep. Stepping out of the box with a Russell Henley pick. Feeling confident? Yeah, I'm feeling something. Okay, well... I mean, hard to say. He, I mean, he could, maybe it'll be his first back-to-back championship ever. But uh, I'm gonna do a little Cameron Smith. Oh, uh, won there last year, so he obviously likes the course. He's got he's got good juju there. Um, maybe he can be the first back-to-back winner or the uh, defending champion of the year. Defending champ. Ooh, and his title. All right. Okay. Alright, and then for good old trunk slammer pick who you got who you got there alright I got my pick but I'm hoping I'm hoping you don't pick him cause I, I really I'm really enjoying this profile pick I feel like I have to I have to pick him all right. Well, but it's your I, pick. You go first. I'm not, you know, I don't want to make it unfair here. I don't want, you know, the competition committee coming back and saying, "Hey, this is not a legal sweep." You know, when we revisit this next week. Sorry, I just want to go look at a couple profile picks. Then while we're at it, <laughs> I mean, there's some good ones in here. There's always there's always good ones whenever. You, Whenever you're talking golf, just in general, it doesn't matter the tournament. It could be professional, it could be amateur. It doesn't matter. You you look you take a look at the people competing, you're bound to find some some good some good ones there. I can't tell if I'm looking at all the people. Yeah, all these people can't be playing. Sorry, I don't want to waste any more time. I'm going a little uh MJ Defu from South Africa. Never heard of him? Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> MJ Defu. All right. All right. Okay. What you got? I'm going with a guy whose profile picture is absolutely fantastic. The hair on this dude is just unreal. Aaron Baddeley. Oh, yeah. Big old bedhead. Good old, yeah. He's just like he just woke up. All right. And he used to be a player. I mean, he obviously still is out on the tour. So yeah, we'll see. But, uh, but I agree. Profile pick. I mean, he could have maybe ran a comb through that stuff. The cabbage. The cabbage is. <laughs> it's got some good flow. Hey, hockey season starting up here. Guy go with hockey season. Guy go with the guy with the flow. Yes, I like it. All right, picks are in. Picks are in. That's it. All right. Any final words before we sign off here, Nick? Just one word. Hockey. (laughs) (laughs) And Sony. And Sony. (laughs) (laughs) That's a couple of cheeseheads who know hockey season starting and still talking golf in january in wisconsin yeah we're a special breed that's for sure (laughs) 
Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Yes, sir!